At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Raina Troy Hotline. Alicia, Michael, what's going on? We know you have takes. We have takes. I'm actually surprised that your rant line, rave line, whatever, isn't completely full. Why can't we just win a game? Can I blame Michael Castillo for this? Can I blame Bob Connolly for this? Can, can I put on a zebra shirt and just go out there? Scratch. Up against the wall. Can't explain that what I'm feeling right now, guys. Let's open up that race Woohoo! Oh, I can't believe USC is going to do the same thing again year after year. Oh, no. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Rain of Troy Radio, episode 361. Coming to you on Friday, March 20th, it is a new dawn for the state of California. We are all on lockdown. All essential businesses are open. All non-essential businesses are closed. Lo and behold, podcasts are essential, baby. And here we are. We're back to talk about USC football amid the coronavirus. I'm your host, Mario Castillo. Join with my co-host, Alicia Deratola. Hello, everybody. And from the Traveler Hands Thursdays podcast, Kenneth Martin. Hello. Welcome, guys. Uh, this is the weirdest situation we've probably ever lived through. That is Absolutely. N- that is not 9-11. We're living through history right now, and it's going to change yes. the world. We're going to tell well, our kids is, about this. Yeah. This is, this is. I mean, so we, we all lived through 9-11, but, like, I was a kid in 9-11. Like, I was... A child like we are all adults now and all living adult lives during this thing like this is the biggest thing that's ever happened in my adult life this is the weirdest hardest to sort of wrap your head around worldwide situation of my adult life unquestionably yeah and it's weird too because i mean i guess the the buried lead here is uh there's no sports there's no ufc football there's no spring camp which we previewed in our last episode uh, and then immediately was postponed and for all intents and purposes canceled and not going to be made up, uh, though we'll wait for official word on that part. There's no sports or anything because of the coronavirus, COVID-19. Uh, it is spreading. And the whole plan here is to flatten the curve, keeping people indoors. This is the order from uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom, completely shut down. Uh, with the exception of essential businesses, which, like we mentioned in the open, uh, apparently podcasts are essential. But uh, officially, point, this, yes, is, uh, this is from the official website. Podcasts are essential. Yes, media. Yes, and they're essential for you guys listening at home because your mental health needs this. I, I think this is the time for content creators. Yes, it absolutely is. So, so here we are talking about a situation that no longer involves USC football because there is no more USC football. As it stands or right basketball. 
Yeah, and, and yeah, no, no yeah. NCAA tournament, no World Series, which is also grim. No College World Series. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is marble racing. The marble racing has been off the hook so far. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't gotten deep. I haven't gotten to the point of not having enough to do yet to take advantage of marble racing. Although I will say one of the reasons why we didn't record, we were supposed to record the, this or a main show episode on Wednesday, but. A, a fiber optic pole or a hub caught on fire in my area and destroyed the internet and cable and everything in, in my in my little neck of the woods. And so I was completely shut off. So even if I wanted to watch Marble Racing yesterday on Wednesday, I, I wouldn't have been able to watch Marble Racing. I was I was, you know, got a taste of being in the dark ages and it was not pretty, guys. It was not. No, you were you weren't even responding by pigeon. It was very no, very frustrating. no. We had to dust we off some DVDs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a it's a weird situation because on on one hand there is the 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 weird interestingness of being able to be at home and watch a lot of TV and have you know your your loved ones there at home with you and binge Netflix. And on one hand, that's weirdly exciting and, and, and comforting. On the other hand, the reason we're all doing this is, is very frightening. And, you know, the, you, you see everything that's happening in Italy and, and, the, um, and something that we surely want to avoid in the United States, obviously. Uh, and so it's one of those weird situations where it doesn't necessarily feel like our life is at danger, is in danger by the minute, yet it is. Yeah. And yet... All we can think of is, well, when's the sports going to come back? Yeah. I, well, this is why, to me, it's been, it almost seems like transmissions from, like, an alternate universe. But I like that the NFL is not acknowledging this. They're just continuing as if everything is normal. Which is funny because Sean Payton, the head coach of the New Orleans Saints, has coronavirus. He tested positive on Thursday. So, like. Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> I don't know how much longer they're going to be able to, like, pretend like it's not in their NFL universe. But. Right. You know, you got to You got to hand it to them. They're just doing free. That's been the weird thing is, like you said, like alternate universe kind of stuff. Like NFL free agency was still going on on Thursday. You know, completely. Just we're completely. tracking Jarrell Casey getting traded to or going to the uh, to the Broncos and Clay Matthews getting uh, cut from the Rams. Todd Gurley, Gurley getting cut too. from the Rams. Um, you know, I think a Jana Harris also was allowed to become a, a not a Jana Harris, Nikel Roby, <laughs> uh, other other short DB um, was uh, was allowed to become a, a unrestricted free agent. Like Man, just sort of following all, the Rams are are shutting down. Yeah, but following it all, it's it's kind of surreal, right? Because like Michael was saying, like this is serious, but also, and life isn't going on in a lot of areas, but also life is going on in a lot of areas, and yeah. like. How do we, I don't even know how to, so then I feel bad because like, okay, so we are all sitting here and we're all, you know, in the age range where we don't have to worry too much about actually having, uh, if we were to catch coronavirus, it wouldn't necessarily be something we really need to be concerned about, like as far as mortality, but we all have parents who are in that age range or family or friends or, or whatever it is. And yet half of the time I'm sitting around going like, but will we play football this fall? Like. But will football yeah. be back this fall? Like, but will what? But will fall camp be okay? Like, and so like it's a weird kind of moment where like I need to I need someone to tell me it's okay to be worried about sports. 
right now because I am legitimately worried about sports well, right and now. And one of the weird things I think is, I don't know if you guys caught this as well, but uh, when this kind of initially happened and they initially first said like, hey, we're going to shut down almost everything, this number of two weeks kept getting thrown around and I didn't know where it was from. And now that is out the window completely based. I mean, no yeah, one's like saying that was that like two weeks ago, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But everyone was saying two weeks and then like, we'll be back to normal. Another and saying like, eight weeks. Stay at home order from from Governor Newsom is for a month. Uh, I, it's, I think it was Monday or Tuesday. It'll get extended would be my prediction. Yeah. And then Monday or Tuesday, Trump said something about like, this being the case until July or August. And I'm like, what? Is that like a worst case scenario situation? I think that might be correct though. But it just sounds terrifying, right? Yeah. And, and if it, if it goes that long is to talk about sports, because this is a sports podcast, right? Well, if it's July and August, at what point are there, there's no media day. At what point is there no, um, fall camp? At what point is fall camp truly fall camp? Because they pushed the season off. Alisa, you've been doing a lot of research into the 1918 influenza epidemic. Uh, Ooh, do I get any... to drop some history? Yeah, tell us. Let's well, hear it. What, All right. what, what I happened back you then? Story time. Um, actually, it's really interesting because we talk about how it's all surreal, like this going on and life being normal. In 1918, like life wasn't normal because World War World War One was was uh, going on and the U.S. had entered the war and they were sending they were. Um, they had actually started the um, SATC, which is the Student Army Training uh, uh, Commission or whatever it is, where they'd basically taken universities and said, okay, you guys can continue, but you're also going to incorporate military training uh, with all of the, the men who, en- who enroll. So, like, USC was under this SATC banner, so when they wanted to start football practice in late September, they couldn't because they had to put the military training first and then eventually they get going in early October and they're supposed to have their first game on October 12th. And um, then on October 11th, the city of Los Angeles institutes a quarantine because at the end of September, that's when the Spanish flu, as it was known at the time, that's when the Spanish flu really came to L.A. So the entire month of October is Los Angeles cities in quarantine. The interesting thing about that quarantine is they shut down all sport, they ban all public gatherings, they they stop church. They stop everything. And part of that is like high school football. They're not allowed to practice. Um, all of the club teams that were out there, they're not allowed to practice. But universities weren't included in the order to basically totally shut down. Interesting. I think in part because they were military institutions at that point. So they were. And, and this is where the Spanish flu really devastated military people more than anything, because they weren't instituting social distancing for the universities because they were military training centers, essentially, right? So USC, um, Dean Cromwell is the head coach, and he's quoted in the LA Times on like October 13th or whatever after this this quarantine order, and he's like, yeah, that stuff doesn't really apply to us. We'll keep practicing. They won't be able to play games, but they'll keep practicing. So they keep practicing, and they actually sneak the Naval Reserve's on to campus, the uh, uh, Bovard Field was the field that they played their games at on cam- on or near campus, and they actually snuck the Naval Reserve team onto the field and held a behind closed door, no score scrimmage with the Naval Reserves. They did that twice, and so like they were still practicing, they were still playing football. But the flu is going on, and the flu doesn't care if you're a football player or a tailor, so it's ravaging the team. 
And I couldn't find numbers for how many guys actually ended up getting the flu on the team. But the L.A. Times described it as that the team was like shot to pieces. And I know of at least one player who was out for like two weeks and came back and he was 10 pounds lighter. Another guy was out for two weeks and they actually in one of the early reports that he didn't turn up to practice. They said that he thinks he's too good to turn up for practice. And I think they didn't realize that, like, he was not at practice because he had the flu. <laughs> um so the, like the, but Occidental was one of USC's big rivals at the time and Occidental this is the claim they made in the LA Times and I don't know if this is true this is just the claim that they made in the sports section of the LA Times they had 90 people 90 men come out to try out for the Occidental team that year and 87 of the 90 came down with the flu including oh. the head coach and the captain so like Occidental's messed up they can't even practice at all but USC was still practicing, doing the Naval Reserve things, all of that kind of stuff. And like, it's crazy that for that entire month of October, everything was shut down except for and they couldn't play games, but they, st- they could still practice. And you saw what happened. And this is relevant for now. While they were practicing, the flu is spreading throughout the team. So like, it's not like they got away with it in a flu sense. Yeah. And the interesting thing is you mentioned Occidental. Well, the season starts essentially around Thanksgiving, November 23rd. Uh, a month and a half later than it normally would have uh, in that time. And Occidental beats SC in the penultimate game of the season, 7-6. to six. Well, even before what that... A football the, game. I know, right? <laughs> football scores at the time are, are great. But yeah. uh, uh, the first game that USC plays, again, this is interesting and relevant for what we're going to be seeing going forward, right? Because before we got on air, Kenny and I were talking about, like, there are these projections about even after this whole shutdown thing that it's likely that we'll get through this period, but then it'll likely come back again and we're going to have to potentially do more measures later on to deal with another outbreak of of this uh, particular coronavirus. Well, back in 1918, they had the same problem because they quarantined for the month of October. And at the start of November, the city of Pasadena, at least, I don't know what the city of Los Angeles was doing, but the city of Pasadena lifts their quarantine because they're seeing all their numbers drop. And so they're like, okay, good. We made it through. We're fine. So USC goes ahead and schedules a, a game with Stanford who had just, Stanford had transitioned to rugby and they had just, in part because of the military stuff that was going on, the SATC, that popularized American football again. And so Stanford transitioned back over to American football. And so the first game back that they were going to play was to come down to USC and play at Tournament Park in Pasadena, which is where USC would hold the games when they would have out-of-town visitors. And so the Pasadena has lifted their quarantine and USC is okay to start scheduling their, their games. They're feeling good about starting the season. But the day before the uh, the game is supposed to be held on that, that November 24th, um, the city of Pasadena realizes that their numbers for the flu have gone back up since the quarantine was lifted. And they're now back in panic mode. So that Friday night, they hold a city council meeting and they decide we're going to reinstitute the quarantine, the reinstitute the ban on public gatherings, but it's going to start on Saturday at 4 p.m. Well, USC's game with Stanford is scheduled for Saturday at 3 p.m. So they say, go right ahead, guys, go play your football game. And that means visitor, you know, there was a large Stanford alumni base in, in the uh, L.A. area. So they have this they, they have, a, you know, a crowd come to watch the game at Tournament Park to watch USC and Stanford play. And there are protests from like church leaders and other people in the city going like, hey, wait, we're reinstituting this quarantine because we don't want to spread this virus and you're going to let this football game go on? Like, what the heck are you guys doing? They're protesting the game being played because of the quarantine 
but by protesting their being out there on the front lines with think, other people, it doesn't make any sense. I don't think they were protesting as far as like a picket line is concerned, but gotcha. like they were like they were like they were basically like the church is because, for instance, church on Sunday, right? This institute on Saturday, church on Sunday is canceled. So like the church ministers are like, hey, what the what the heck? Like we had to cancel all our stuff. Why aren't you guys canceling this football game? The football game goes ahead and USC trounces Stanford because Stanford is twenty five uh, eight. Yeah, yeah, not good, not good. But uh, yeah, USC season continues on, and and like Michael said, it's not a great season. They they tie their next two games. Um, they they uh, get absolutely demolished by Cal. They lose to Occidental in that seven to six, you know, barn burner. Um, but they end the season beating Redlands, and Redlands had a claim to the set to the like title, the championship for the Southland. And um, you know, USC was an underdog going into that game, and they ended up winning ten to nothing. And they actually like pretty much trounced Redlands. the The, the newspaper said that it should have been a much higher score, but USC was like passing all over Redlands. They just couldn't actually like get in the end zone when they got into the red zone. It's the problem um, with the air raid. I does the problem with the air raid. I mean, the, 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 the these pass happy offenses, Kenny, they just, but they, where's the run? Where are the where's running? The running? Exactly. Um, so yeah, so long story short, USC had this, this quarantine and like, it was, it's interesting because it was inter, inter intertwined with the war. The war armistice is on uh, November 11th. And um, it's around that time that they start lifting the quarantines because the flu is lessening, the war is over, everyone's celebrating, excited, and all that kind of stuff. So it was a very weird, I think, surreal time for people in Los Angeles at that time. Um, But what I found interesting is that, like, they were having the same conversations back then. Like, should we be should be we we be wearing masks? Should we be taking steps to? Um, you know, social distance, even though they weren't putting it that way. Like, what is the use of the quarantine? Is it, you know, some people arguing it's it's going to help and some people not. Like, this whole back and forth, I, reading through these newspapers, it's the same conversation. Identical. Yeah, and it, which is understandable because it's all uncharted, uncharted territory for anything that we've lived in, right? Like, we've always heard about the, the Black Plague and, you know, all these things that have taken out societies. Uh, back in the in history, and it all sounds like something so foreign that would never happen to us, right? Like you, you read about the potato famine, and you're like, that would never happen to us. Well, it's like, well, now we have modern science and medicine, so we're fine. Now we've got the toilet paper famine. Yeah, all these things that seem completely impossible, and yet here we are in a situation like this. And you mentioned the the conversation and and trying to to figure out what to do. I, I pulled up some schedules in, in 1918. Texas went 9 and 0. Uh they played 8 games before USC played their first. Imagine a season like that. That's it, great. It's well, wild. Could, could that could that happen now because I, at the I, time I, yes. I, I there was really, so much separation. So. But I, I, I think I doubt it. I I doubt it on the NCAA level. That's yeah. why I wouldn't believe it. But the reason I would believe it is what I think is one of the weirdest things about how people, how this virus is being handled is how state to state it is. Right. It's yes. completely different state to state. Well, we're we're in California. We are one of the stricter states. We're the, the California is the first state to institute a stay at home order. So like we're ahead of the, 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 um, I guess the timeline here, we're at the front of the timeline. There's right. a lot of states out there who 
are not in the same position that that California is in. And that's partly Los Angeles has had a, a greater number of cases. New York has had a greater number of cases than a lot of other places. And San Francisco has had yeah. a ton. Well, the, the SEC schools were late to call off uh, spring camp compared to Hawaii uh, just canceled their spring camp. Like tonight, <laughs> that Thursday night, See, they just canceled it. I, I I heard someone say that someplace like Hawaii is a safe haven, but then I think it is it's until it gets it right. Yeah, until you go that there. In trouble. Yeah, yeah. It, it, until it get until it you know arrives, and then that's the last place you want to be. Yeah, no kidding. So, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about so much more of this uh, and get into some off-topic stuff because we're all in quarantine. What the hell are we supposed to talk about? This is the podcast. We're just going to have a good time. But first, we got to pay some bills. We'll be right back. All right, we're back here on Random Shore Radio. I uh, wanted to get to a tweet that ESPN put out on Thursday night that said, if this dropped right now, dot, 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 and it is a picture of the NCAA football video game for 21, the year 21, uh, which would be the next game that would drop if there was one this year with Joe Burrow on the cover. Alicia, if that game dropped right now, what would happen? Uh, I would exit the podcast right now and go uh, drive to my home where I have my Xbox and PS4. Um, I'd probably have to buy it on PS4 because everyone I, everyone else I know has PS4s versus Xboxes. So I think I'd get it on the PS4, wait for it to download, and play immediately. Like, we wouldn't finish this episode. We, we would all stop now. right now. Yes. I would do the same thing. Like, this would be the end of the episode. See ya. Gone. Uh, Boom. Uh, you guys have just dropped me to go. <laughs> but can you yeah. imagine? Like, so a lot of my friends are um, really excited about Animal Crossing comes out tomorrow. Tonight. And, like, they're, they're yeah. looking at it like, okay, so we're going to get this through this quarantine because Animal Crossing is dropping. Like, for the sp- sports world... That would be the biggest that thing like a that would get game? people. Animal Crossing? No, it's, it's like, like a Nintendo. Yeah, it's like a Nintendo. Oh, is like it like a roadkill cr- game? Like you just <laughs> hit the animals as they cross? Cute, cute critters in a... An- cute Living anthropomorphized is it, is it modern critters. day Frogger? No. No. It's like There's a... Like- no violence to it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a like a, a the Sims a, kind of, but with animals. The Sims with anthropomorphized like critters. cute little animals. Yeah. yeah, this sounds terrible. It's very relaxing. Sure, I love it. Well, I love the old version of it, but either way, if they dropped NCAA football, it would change everything because everything on Rot for the next month would just be all. Here's what happened on NCAA football. Like, well, and, a, and people don't care as much that sports that are gone because this game has been gone for yeah. so long that, yeah. like, people have just wanted it. There's been a craving for this game for, like, a decade. Forever. Forever. Well, like, the LA Kings on Twitter have just been playing in, uh, NHL, Joe, uh, and they've been playing every game of the schedule as if it's actually happening. And, like, putting goal highlights and everything. And it's been super fun that way. Uh, so, yeah, it would give us a ton of content. And I would get completely lost in there for hours and hours and hours playing several dyna- several years of Dynasty in a few days easily. It would be really bad for my I, productivity. I would win a national championship before I went to bed tonight. 
And mind you, we're recording this at almost 10 o'clock on Thursday night. I would win a national championship before I went to bed. Are you playing it like, uh, what is it? What's the easy mode? I can't remember. Arcade or whatever? Yeah. Like, uh, no, at, at like freshman level or whatever? No, you just got to win 12 games. Yeah, but like, I, there's always a learning curve. It's so much easier than Madden. Like, it's so much easier than Madden. Madden is dumb. I think we think yeah. that in hindsight, but the game would play differently that at first it would be a little bit of, a no, of an annoying uh, learning curve to have to get over, I think. Nah, I'd win a national title. I like the and confidence. further prove and further prove how much USC underachieves with all of that talent. <laughs> we, we, we got a tweet from from Darren who says, "Oh, you would set the edge on defense." Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. What I would offense would you priority. run? Priority. What offense would I run? Yeah, probably the air raid. Yeah, you got to right. Yeah, realistic as much as possible. All right, all right. Although I am a fan of of running in those games, I am a fan of running like. The triple option. You know what I want to see? I, I want to see a new NCAA game that incorporates things from Madden that I like. One of them being scheme fits uh, and how you're able to develop players for different schemes and how every position has different types of players and how they fit into those schemes. Because that would be really fascinating for recruiting. Say you were you start as uh, a coach of an air raid team. And you have all these guys, all these receivers who are slot receivers, right? But yet, then you go into an offense that is more, say you want to run the triple option, and you needed, like, possession receivers. Then it would take years to be able to recruit those guys, and to, or to be able to develop your guys into possession receivers versus slot receivers, or what have you, for whatever position it is. If they did come out with a NCAA 21, I feel like they would have that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, for my, sure. My fear would just, I want them to keep it simple in the way that the old game was simpler than Madden, which Madden feels like, like Madden is now making an agreement with um with uh, 2K Sports to make like a... The NFL like is, an, yeah. NFL 2K. To, yeah, to make like a, a more arcade style game than not a simulation, which... I feel like like you want simulation elements, but also you don't want it to be so complex that you can't enjoy playing it, which is my problem with Madden, is that like I cannot enjoy a game of Madden because it's too frustratingly realistic slash difficult. Maybe I just don't put enough time into it, but... Putting the time into it feels like you should have a job at the end of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All of that. <laughs> I, 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 I don't have this. the time to put that much time into it. I know. I say this as someone who's in a Madden league. Uh, and one of the players in that Madden League, uh, you know, surprisingly, the person who has run won the last five Super Bowls just beat a team ninety-seven to nothing last night. Was that was that was that team that they beat you? No, it's, th- thankfully. Was it Simon? <laughs> no, it was not Simon. <laughs> oh, if only. All right, I have a question for both of you. Let's say uh, NCAA twenty-one comes out tonight, and we all go rush off to play it, and we make a decision to make a, a league. Like, like, let's do like a, a league a where right? or, a okay. conference. Well, with yeah. all of our friends, yeah. Would we want to be in the same conference? Well, wouldn't that be fun if you could do conference realignment and then have like that's a what conference? I'm saying, yeah, yeah, that would be super fun. But so this is my question: USC is off the table. What team are you introducing? Or what what team are you taking over to enter into the uh, into the unofficial uh, uh, rot uh, Traveler Hates Thursdays league? 
I mean, I'd I'd have to take on Arizona State. It's, it's what everyone <laughs> would expect. Yes, absolutely. I usually end up picking uh, a school with either uniforms that I like, a fight song that I like, or I create a team. And usually when I create a team, I like create like Roosevelt College. And it's got like, named after Teddy Roosevelt, and it's got like cool uniforms, and then they start in like the Mac, and they take over and end up in like the Big Twelve or something. Oh, I but, I used to love creating a, a college called uh, King College, and the the um, the mascot was the King Penguin. There you go. There oh. You go. Well- Alicia, remember we had this conversation when we went to the LA Wildcats game. Imagine like a Sherman Oaks college, <laughs> like a Valley football team. Cal Lutheran, yes. make, make up Cal Lutheran as a uh, as as a team. Uh, but but if it has to be an existing team, who am I picking? LSU, because you can run it better than Ed O. Let's go, let's go <laughs> Michigan. Good uniforms, That's not a bad choice. Okay, greatest fight song there is. It would be great. See, I'm I, in in past NCAA game playing of mine. I would always end up being Navy because I enjoy Navy. playing like the triple option. I just take Navy. Yep. See, I always liked being Army, if anything, because Army's uniforms infinitely better than Navy's. Plus, go Army, beat Navy, and Navy, Army has a better football stadium. Everything about Army's better. I like Navy. Hmm. Hmm. Air Force, if, if Air Force had had a cooler stadium, Falcon Stadium is incredibly generically boring. Uh, if they had a cooler stadium, they would be on my list. So that way my offense could uh, off we go into the wild blue yonder. Uh, but speaking of quarantine, speaking of games that we wish we would play, what is your guys' your guys's plan for downtime during this, uh, during this shutdown? Oh, what are you doing? How are you, how are you coping? Originally, there was supposed to be a new Bond movie in like a month. Now it's pushed way back. So uh, my roommate and I have been doing a full rewatch of all the Bond movies. That's it's been cool. fun. Have you been doing the remakes as they go, or uh, are you just going in? We're just going going in order, order of yeah, oldest to newest Bond. That's legit. You got a favorite Bond yet, or you're still at the beginning? Uh, I mean, I've seen them all before. So I, I love the Bond movies. Um, I mean, it's hard to beat Sean Connery. Did did you see Knives Out? I think we talked about this. Yes. So how do you feel about Bond being in Knives Out? Was it jarring? I, I liked Knives Out. It was so jarring, but it was wasn't it jarring? I it, it was it wasn't until the second time I watched it that I was like okay with Daniel Craig and the accent and that whole thing. Well, like the have whole. You, have you seen Logan Lucky? No. Okay. Yeah, so Logan Lucky's awesome. He wait, he's that, in the- that is an awesome movie. I'd highly recommend it. He's but in he that? also plays like a southern guy. I don't remember in that. that. I don't remember that. Yeah, he's the guy in the prison. You're right. Yeah. Tells you how much I paid attention. It's a great movie. <laughs> L- Logan Lucky is a great movie if for nothing else than the Game of Thrones joke. Oh yeah. Yeah. It is <laughs> It is incredibly good. Don't want and to it, spoil the movie, but like, yeah. if you haven't seen it, go watch it for that joke alone. If you like heist movies, you, you gotta see it. Yes. No, I the love heist movies. Director of Ocean's Eleven made it. I didn't even hear about that. I don't even know anything about this movie. Oh, the cast is incredible, too. The, yeah. Who are the two leads in it? Um, Adam Driver. Channing and, Tatum? Yeah. Uh, of all the, the movies that I've seen in the last couple years, uh, Game Night and Logan Lucky are like one and two. 
Those are, I love uh, this both is those literally movies. the first time I'm hearing of this movie. So, well, at least yeah, <laughs> definitely check it out. Yeah, it's very I'll check good. it out. Please, I, please I, I'm looking at this cast. I, there's, yeah, there's literally it's, it's nothing. It's a very funny, to... very entertaining movie. I'm looking for funny and entertaining. Like speaking of like, what are we gonna do during the quarantine thing? I have no downtime anyways because I have family stuff that I'm dealing with. But like last night on so Wednesday night again, my internet was out and my phone wasn't connecting to like my phone. The best I was getting was like 4G spotty 4g it was it was like being back in 2003 it was awful um so i was like okay before i go to bed i always watch something and i was like okay what am i gonna watch i was like i want to watch something that's like i'm kind of into uh knives out has me feeling crime mystery kind of thingy so i but i also want something that's kind of like fun like knives out where it's like agatha christie kind of you know light-hearted and i was looking through lists and ultimately i couldn't load anything on my phone because internet was bad and out and dead but like i'm looking for something in the spirit of knives out or clue or lighthearted. i have a movie for you okay okay have you seen the movie murder by death no clue would be the closest thing i'd compare it to uh kind of a parody on all things agatha christie oh yes Um, but the cast is again incredible in this. It's got Peter Sellers. It's got um from 1976. Oh. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh Clue is what I most compare it to. It's a Truman nice Capote, like Alec Guinness. It's the only movie Maggie that Truman Smith? Capote is an actor in. Yeah. Huh. Um it's it's I recommend this like one of my favorite movies ever. It's hilarious. Oh, this is excellent then. Thank you. I've now I now have two movies on my list of movies that I can watch. During Both quarantine. very, like, lighthearted fun movies. Yes! Light- I want something lighthearted and, like, not gonna, like, be too heavy, because who needs heaviness right now, like, when we're all dealing with coronavirus panic and all that kind of stuff. Like, that's what I'm looking for. So, perfect. But aside from go. that, what am I doing during quarantine? I'm crocheting, basically. God, you're aside such from, an like, old woman. I am such an old woman. No, okay, so my, my brother just had a little baby, little baby Logan, and he is so cute. And my, um, one of the, I don't know, <laughs> my brother listens to the show occasionally, but I'm guessing that he won't have gotten this far into the episode, so I'm going to share this because it's supposed to be a little bit of a secret. Um, one of my other brothers and I are, are combining on a gift where uh, my one brother is crafting a mobile little hanger thing, and I'm crafting the things that are going to hang from the mobile, and I'm crocheting the Star Wars ships. Oh, that's into so little cool. things. So, like right now, I'm working on a Millennium Falcon, and so that's like that's awesome. My crochet projects, and yes, I am an old woman. Yes. <laughs> All right, Michael, what are you doing? Uh, I there's things I want to watch. I just need to figure out when I'm going to start. I'm the type of person who has a list of things that I want to do, and then I end up never doing it. And one of them is I want to watch the. Uh, the McMillions documentary it's so good. series on HBO. I've heard so it's many so good things. Good. I, I didn't want to watch it while it was out because I wanted to binge it. Now's yeah, the time to binge vengeful. it. So yeah. this weekend, I'm going to try to watch that. Um, another thing I've gotten really into, and this is this is super embarrassing because it's, it's very nerdy and people are going to judge me for the nerdiness here, but I have a new addiction, guys. It's called GeoGuessr. It is this <laughs> game. Right. It is. I'm aware of this, and this is this is a. I'm, I'm glad not, you're sharing so this on the podcast, Michael. It is a geography game, GeoGuessr. 
.com or .net or .whatever it is, where you play these games where uh, there's five rounds. They just throw... There's different maps you can play, but they, they throw you into... Uh, in, into Google Street View, and you have to guess where in the world you are. So they throw you into this thing, and you're like, where the hell am I? you got to figure it out by plotting a point on the map. And depending on how close you get is how many points you get. Uh, there's a daily challenge. Uh, on the world map, for instance, the perfect score is being within 150 meters. 150 meters in the entire world. So... Yeah, that's how nerdy it is, and you guys are judging me. We're losing no, I like by it. the minute. It sounds really cool, but also like I you you describe it to me, and I just keep thinking like I don't have time for that kind of frustration. There's Michael. this dude on oh. on YouTube who is freaking awesome, uh, named Geo Wizard, and not only does he play GeoGuessr, but he has these two documentaries that I've been watching. One of them, Straight Line Across Wales, highly recommend it. Another one is How Not to Travel in Europe. Highly recommend that. Both of them are fantastic. These documentaries that he makes on his own on YouTube, go watch them. They're awesome. But he does these GeoGuessr videos where it's insane that he can see a picture and be like, uh, well, judging by this, this seems like it's Romania. And you're like, what? How would, how would he think that that's Romania? And then <laughs> it's Romania. Or there's another one. He's like, looking at the trees, this, this seems like Finland. Like, how would you know that's Finland? There was one video I watched yesterday. He's like, this is definitely Africa. I'm thinking Botswana. Like, really? Like, maybe I'm just, you know, a, 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 a novice or ignorance or what have you. But I don't know that I could look at a, a picture of, of an African village and be able to tell you exactly which country it is. And he can do it. And it's amazing. And I want to get there. Nice. Oh, another thing that I know all of us are going to do, I've done it with one group of friends, um, but a recommendation to anyone listening, if you don't know of Jackbox and their games, yes, uh, all of us will recommend that. Um, Basically, how it works is, uh, I don't know the price point, what is it, like $5 or something? It's not too expensive. Each party pack is like 20 bucks, but you you can find them on sale. You can find them on sale, but you can also find the individual games sometimes uh, for five to 10 bucks. But so they're essentially these online games um, and everyone, there's like a screen that's being displayed on and then everyone will play the game on their phone, essentially. And so our setup with my friends, obviously this could get a little technical, but if you'd want any help or tips with this, you can always DM. I'm happy to help out. Um, Basically, one person has a Twitch account, which is free to have, and they display what the TV would display. The rest of us all, we did FaceTime because we were all iPhone people. Um, and the rest of us were all on FaceTime. That's how we talked to each other. And had kind of like a social distancing game night. And it, it was super fun. Yeah, that that kind of stuff is awesome. Uh, I want to do something at some point with, with some podcast listeners. Maybe the Rock Crew will have a a Jackbox night at, at some point. Maybe we need to do that. Uh, I love Jackbox. I love playing on Twitch. Because I like going into people's Twitch channels who stream Jackbox and just They're play hilarious along. sometimes. Yeah, it, it is a grand old time. You know what the best thing like, about like Jackbox? Quiplash, which is the best. Well, the best thing about Jack- Jackbox is even as you guys are like describing playing it, it is so much easier to do than you think it will be. <laughs> yes, like, like describing it always sounds harder than it actually yeah. is. Once you even watch one round, you're like, oh... This okay. is so, yeah, this is yeah. so easy to connect 
to get a lot of other people connected and also to just have fun because they're all just very simple games and you input your answers right into your phone. It's very easy. So, yes. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a great thing. Um, another game I've played that's like uh, my brother and I came up with this. We played it in person before all this happened, but like now some of us will play it um, like remotely, essentially also do a FaceTime or something. You can make it a drinking game or not uh, up to you. Basically what there's a website called common sense media. Some of you may know of and what that site is, is it's like to let you know if a movie would be okay for, to take your kid to like, Oh, like um, can my kid go see the new Spider-Man movie or anything like that. Um, and that has different sections as like violence, drugs, even like consumerism, like all these different sections. And so the game is you would go and I guess this game would be played among adults. Uh, this would not be a game for kids, but like, uh, you would go into like the violence or sex section. You remove any explicit references to the movie, and you read it. And people have to guess what the movie is. <laughs> Love it! It's very fun. I can only imagine what like a Game of Thrones section on that. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, it makes things like. sound so much worse than they are too. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So, speaking of, I, I want to read some stats. You tell me which Pac-12 quarterback last season threw for. 3,502 yards, 30 touchdowns, nine interceptions, a passer rating of 167.67 in just 12 games. Who is that? I need to abstain from answering because I'm pretty sure I know. Was he trained by Kurt Warner? I, You know what? I, I think that I think I've heard that. Okay. JT Daniels. That's correct. <laughs> Jaden Daniels it is. Oh, Jaden. Okay. <laughs> Uh, no, our one and only Keaton Slovis. That's that's right. That is right. He's pretty well, good, right? Keaton Slovis, who so we discovered right. from USC, put out like a, a, a Twitter video with Keaton and Graham Harrell, and we discovered that he doesn't like the nickname Kiki, which raises <laughs> him in my estimation. Good. Thank I don't God. Either. It's a terrible nickname. Yeah. Yeah. Has he yeah. commented on his likeness to Tommy McGuire? You know what? Has he? I don't know yet. <laughs> he needs to. I don't know. He should. Come on. This is why no one likes the media. They don't ask the tough questions. To- <laughs> <laughs> Got to ask him about being Toby. Well, I laugh because a friend of mine, um, a, a friend of mine, two friends of mine. I don't know how to tell the story. Um, one friend of mine from one area of my life and another friend of mine from another area of my life met. And the one friend, one's name is Kevin. And the other friend decided out of nowhere, just because he's weird, that he was just going to call him Toby. And like this was like 10 years ago and still 10 years today like my friend still refers to the other it. friend as Toby. And like I respect a, a solid like committing to just a new name change so like if we just decided to just call Keaton Slovis Toby, like we could do it. Just from now on, he's Toby. Well, that's Toby like is a I terrible mean, name though. <laughs> yeah, he has a cooler name is the problem. Keaton Slovis <laughs> is a great name. Uh, it, it, yeah. it's it's worn on me. I, 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 Keaton is much better than Keaton. I'm glad that it's Keaton. Yes, Keaton Slovis is such a like unique, interesting name for sure. I'll, I'll give you that. It's better than, Slovis, than Toby. Slovis isn't a great name though. Like Slovis is not. I like it because if you're talking about Slovis, you're obviously talking about him. But if sure, we're if, sure. if we got together and like we started brainstorming like the revival of Friday Night Lights, like the revival of Friday Night Lights, we need to name the quarterback. You're JT not Daniels giving him the last name Slovis. Well, yes, you're giving him the name JT Daniels. Yes, but you're not naming him Slovis. Right. 
You're, but you make him look more like Keaton Slovis. Than you like make him look Daniels. like Keaton Slovis. He's straight out of central casting, sure. but you change his name. But the his interesting thing Slovis. is, like, you look at the quarterbacks in the conference last year, so many of them had those those high school, you know, movie names. Anthony Gordon, Justin Herbert. Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels, Jacob Eason, Tyler Huntley, Katie Nixon, who's a wide receiver who attempted a pass last year. Like Jacob those, Eason. Those guys is, all have names that you could see in a movie as the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, Jacob Eason is a is an overly generic quarterback name. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And an overly generic quarterback too. So. This is true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's what I think we're gonna wrap up. I think we're that's gonna, fine. We're, we're, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed our content. Yeah, it's been it's been an interesting one. We'll, we'll, we're definitely gonna be back next week. Uh, send in your questions. Uh, we'll do a mailbag next week, and we'll answer anything you want to know. And if I could say one thing. Call people that maybe you haven't talked to in a while. It's a yes. great opportunity to do yes. that. Yeah, and and here's the other thing I want to let you guys all know: we're like we're gonna get through this. I know it's a difficult time right now. We're all having some sort of you know difficult realization to this. Some of us are having it harder than others, but we're gonna get through it. It's it's this is 2020. As as bad as things are, we have technology. Um, at our fingertips, uh, which can be a good thing in times like this that can bring us together. And uh, if we keep our spirits up, we can we can get through this. Stay at home, people. Yep. Stay at home. Don't be one of those idiots who goes on spring break. <laughs> do, do not go on spring break. No. Yeah, Come just, on. Just yeah. don't. Uh, but that's, that's the nice thing about this whole thing is we we can like lean on each other. Even though we're supposed to be, we're isolating, but we're isolating together in a weird sort of I, yes. that, Let's lean on each other and let's end this podcast by all singing a song that we all know. Oh, no. Lean on me. Oh, I thought uh, we were going to do Imagine. Michael. Oh, we can do Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> you start, Michael. After you. No, I, I, I insist. I insist. I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See ya. All right. See ya. On. See ya. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.